0: Welcome to the Cover 2 Podcast featuring J-Mac and our boy Tim Kelly.
1: Welcome to another edition of the Cover 2 Podcast. Uh, J-Mac and our boy Tim Kelly again. Uh, We were just talking about how we went on for 55 minutes last week, which I think we really started out kind of slow last week, too. Hmm. I don't remember us having really...
0: We're never slow. We always hit the ground running. That's
1: true. Um, but I just don't feel like we really got off to a strong start last week, and perhaps uh, maybe the opposite will happen here. We'll start out hmm. with a bang and fizzle out 25 minutes into the whole thing.
0: Well, we got the creative juices flowing after a viewing of the last 40 minutes of Return of the Jedi.
1: That's true. We can go mm-hmm. with that. Because I think we, uh, we, were, we were talking about how the uh, Num Num song was removed from the end. Yeah.
0: It's tragic. I mean, it was a classic of my <laughs> youth.
1: It's, it was really kind of catchy. You know, I, I'm not making this up. I remember distinctly, I have a memory, of being in the car at 6, and that song came on the radio. Really? And my father, tapping his fingers on the steering wheel going, hey, it's that song from Star Wars. Yeah. But uh, From
0: the Ewok, uh, the Ewok 5, I don't know who's saying it, but I- <laughs> it was classic. I mean, I, he had to know that that was gonna just sully the you know, the whole movie to take that out. But I mean, I, I don't. I well, guess.
1: And, and there were consistency issues as well. We talked about that too. There's yeah. the uh, the whole um, uh, Luke asking Leia if she had memories of her fo- of her mother, and she said flashes here and there. She Remember, she was kind and compassionate. The only problem is, of course... And very beautiful. She very, said, very right? beautiful. The right. only problem, of course, is that her mother, Natalie Portman, died in childbirth. So unless Leah was the most astute newborn in the history of the world...
0: I'm gonna go... I bet he's gonna... I bet Lucas explained it by saying, well, sh- she's a Jedi. Yes. So she could have some sort of, you know, recollection that normal people wouldn't have.
1: I don't know. It. It, it uh... There was that, what else there was another one too. There's a lot of consistency things. You said he said they had to redo the scene because of the hand being cut off.
0: Right. Yeah, I, well, I can't remember. I thought I, re, I read something about how George Lucas was talking about how he he uh, there's a whole bunch of things from the old movies that he had to keep going back and putting in the new ones like he would forget about certain things. and I, and I thought I remember him saying that they had to go back and put in the fact that Obi-Wan picked up Anakin's uh, yeah. lightsaber. Uh, in the last, in that, in the third prequel, uh, because Obi Wan gives it to Luke in the, in the fourth one. So, uh, well, but that's. But I thought that was pretty funny.
1: Well, there's also the whole uh, the whole uh, insertion of um, Hayden Christensen yeah. as the specter of Anakin Skywalker at the end, replacing the poor random dude who was the original Anakin Skywalker.
0: Um, Who did a fine job.
1: He, I mean, it was one of the more convincing death scenes I've seen in futuristic sci-fi movies.
0: And I remember the, the, the loving look that he gave Luke at, in when he's the ghost at the end. I, I, that was <laughs> that was Oscar worthy.
1: It really was. I, I, it's a shame he didn't win any awards for that. The, uh, the other thing is, okay, they change Hayden Christensen, but they leave Alec Guinness in and don't insert uh, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. Now, granted, Alec Guinness is, you know, or was an acclaimed Broadway or... Uh, screen theater, dude. Screen yeah. actor. I mean, across the board. but um, And Ewan McGregor is, well, oh, Ewan McGregor. I mean, he was good in train spotting. But yeah. What else has Ewan McGregor been in? He was in that movie with Scarlett Johansson.
0: Oh, yeah. The Island. It was pretty bad. I never saw it. It was pretty bad. Um, he was, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of anything right off the top of my He gets head. a
1: lot of attention, but I can't think of anything he was really in except train spotting. Train spotting, yeah. And there he was just a heroin addict.
0: Right. He was good in that.
1: I mean, you, there's only really one way to play a heroin addict.
0: Maybe they should have made Obi-Wan a heroin addict in the prequels. <laughs> yes. I really I think that would have added to the drama a little bit.
1: Well, it would have given him a little uh, a little dimension, perhaps, on the, on the on the whole character. Yeah. That we just hadn't anticipated. And then it would have explained a lot. Um, it would have explained, um, perhaps, why he vanished. All right. I don't really know how. I'm bleeding here, Tim. That's awful. I've scratched my face and I'm bleeding. I was I was picking and I'm 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 probably going to pass out here. Blood.
0: that's all right. I can carry it." All right. I do already.
1: That's very true. <laughs> very true. Um the, we also uh, I, you know, we discussed the OJ uh video interview last
0: week. They right. uh, canceled it today. They canceled it. Oh, good for them.
1: I uh I thought that was you know, Fox taking a moral stance on what it puts on the air is shocking. And well, from
0: what I, I... I just read the story right before I left my internet connection, so from what I understood, it wasn't Fox, it was the it was the media company that was, that was going to publish right. the book and produce the interview, and Fox was just going to air it. So I don't know if Fox had any say saw, as far as not airing it. I
1: saw a statement from Murdoch. That oh, okay. Said, well, it said something to the effect, because it said News Corporation had decided to not... Do the book or the oh, okay, other thing? Right. But Murdoch said the American public has spoken, and they don't want this to be on TV, so we will not show it. Um, but uh, you got to thank poor OJ. No. Gonna <laughs> get his chance to explain
0: how he why did. would have what how, would have happened, right? Yeah. Um, I know, a guy. Could, he just can't catch a break, Kenny.
1: Well, you know, through all this, <laughs> the question I have for everybody: Where's Cato Kalin?
0: I know, what does he have to say about it?
1: Wasn't he in a, one random reality show? Uh,
0: I'm sure he must have been, right? Like, what? A, like a, what what's was what's that? Surreal, Surreal life? Surreal yeah, life, yeah.
1: He had to be in there with, like, uh, Brett Michaels. and. Yeah, if uh, not,
0: then we need to get him on that.
1: Him, something, something with Lucy Lawless, I think, would be good. Okay. Um, just trying to think of some random names for you. I like Lucy Lawless. Webster was on one of them, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely.
0: He was definitely on one.
1: I really thought he was dead for a long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, think, I think if I was Fox that I'd go away from the interview and maybe we can get OJ and Kato in some sort of sitcom vehicle. Maybe like <laughs> yes. they uh, are two sort of like down and out, you know, you know, they don't have to be a murderer or anything, but just, just down their luck and so they open up a miniature golf. I don't know, something like that, and then they and then the, you know, the crazy antics ensue.
1: Well, and it'd have to have the same theme song as The Odd Couple. Okay. Yeah, I think that'd be good. Um, now, when Kato... I, mean, I don't know what he's doing. O.J.'s got to pay off a civil case, so yeah. he needs something to make money. Get him on
0: a sitcom. Yeah. I've yeah. watched that.
1: So, the other shocking news today... Tim and I have talked about this briefly when he arrived. Apparently, Kramer's a raging bigot. Yeah, I yeah. know. It's awful. <laughs> I mean, just never saw that coming but then yeah. again I really can't say that I ever really saw much coming from Michael Richards
0: I know I like I, we talked about it earlier I'm just hoping that this turns out to be some sort of weird you know Andy Kaufman like performance art piece and we find out days later that the people in the audience that were yelling at him were all in on it or something because otherwise it's going to be hard now at least for a while to watch Seinfeld <laughs> exactly. every time he comes in and it's oh it's kind of sullies the whole uh, the whole show.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really difficult to watch him do the Griffin uh, Griffins disc uh, right. skit anymore. I know. Just everything.
0: It's just all i able to see. Because I, I, I watched the tape and now I'm kind of sad that I did. And yeah, I think I've if I just sort here. of left it to the imagination, then maybe I could have just oh, I'm sure he was just kidding. But after watching it, it's pretty mean. He and,
1: was uh, pretty vehemently angry at these people. And he was really full of a lot of hatred toward their race. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, right. uh, it was shocking. It, it was. Um, it was easily the most uncomfortable thing I have watched. I mean, I was watching it just by myself upstairs on the computer, right. and it was one of those things where you kept thinking, "God, if I had been in the crowd, how would I have responded to this? Right, you could hear some people. Well, the one I watched,
0: you could hear some people in the crowd.
1: Yeah, going, "Oh my gosh, what's?" Yeah,
0: doing? and like at first, it's kind of like nervously laughing, you know, <laughs> like because I think at first maybe people did think that, oh, "Okay, this is all just a setup." Uh-huh. You know, these guys are in on it, and then after a while, it just turns into. Oh my God! And then they, and then everyone just walking out.
1: Well, then yeah, I think he left early to go head up a clan meeting. I'm not really <laughs> oh, sure. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, but that yeah, that was fairly again. I'd say disappointing, but you know, I, I can't really say there's much else about Michael Richards' career that I've really yeah. Yeah. been a fan of. Um, he did that movie where he was the lawyer.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, right. With, uh, with the whatever. Is that it was. Jeff Daniels or somebody? In <laughs> sure. that? I, yeah.
1: Jeff Daniels, who I always uh, confuse with Bo Bridges for some reason. Really. And much like the, um, who was the guy who played the president in Independence Day? Uh, Bill uh, Pullman. Yeah, and I confuse him with... Bill Paxton. Yes, all the time. Yeah. And Bill Paxton was in Twister.
0: Yes, he was. And uh, Weird Science.
1: Yes. He was
0: Chet. <laughs>
1: wow, you are right. Yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. Speaking of this, and I put this on uh, Safest Houses, did you see my Teen Witch? Card? I did. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I highly recommend everybody go and watch that clip. It's it's two minutes of pure magic.
1: It's pardon the pun.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: I uh, Hillary had never seen it, and I don't know what made me think of it, but I, it popped in my head, and because oh she had said that she had seen Point Break for the first time, and I was like oh man yeah perfect like late '80s early '90s cheesy movie that mm-hmm. you have to see. And then that, that made me think randomly of Teen Witch. And um, have you seen the entire movie of Teen Witch? No.
0: But now that I've seen that clip, I, I really want to see... I, I love the the song. That's <laughs> there's in, a lot of that. That is incredible. I, I, I think the soundtrack of Teen Witch would be a great buy.
1: It, uh, there's, there's another scene. If you would put, do Teen Witch on YouTube, um, there is another scene of a song where she wants to be the most popular girl. But, of course, no one... No one is singing Most Popular Girl. It's just her, apparently, after she's cast a spell on herself to make her popular, going out, and all of a sudden, everyone loves her. But the same guys who rap in that other scene have a rap to her, which I believe includes a line... I just watched it. I'm probably going to mess it up. But I think it's something to the effect of, Hey, pretty baby, come and ride with us. Come on now, sugar. Don't make a big fuss. Oh, God, yeah. And that's gold. It is.
0: That... Jay-Z could take a few pointers, I imagine.
1: I'm here. He's he's thinking of a sampling bet. Good.
0: I think it's time. A reissue. A a reimagining of the Teen Witch soundtrack.
1: That guy, though, he looks familiar. (laughs) I think he's been in something, like some other random 80s or 90s movie we've seen. (laughs) And my dreams. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, it's definitely good. All the, all the listeners, I recommend you go grab Teen Witch and uh, watch. I'm watch sure it'll
0: be incredibly easy to find on, on store shelves.
1: Much like I recommended as well, Transformers the movie. <laughs> right, yeah. That's uh, Orson Welles' final starring role, if you didn't know. <laughs> wow. Um, he plays the voice of Unicron, the, the robot that eats planets.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unicron.
1: All right. Judd Nelson's also in that. Wow. I, I think he plays Hot Rod, but I'm not entirely sure.
0: They they really broke the bank on those uh, voices, well, didn't man, they? Well, man, it was...
1: Yeah, I think this was during Judd Nelson's really struggling period after he was sort of cast out from the Brad Pack, and he couldn't really get himself anywhere else, so he just figured, ooh, Transformers, that's popular with the kids, all of right. like that. So, and that also is before that show with Brooke Shields he did. Oh, yeah. Whatever that was. Suddenly Susan? Yes. <laughs> I think I think they were they had a had a fling on that show that that she was, he and her were love interests or something. Like that. Really, I uh, never watched it. Uh, much like Veronica's Closet, but neither here nor there. Uh, we're gonna talk a little football. Um, we eventually get around to it. We promise you. Uh, the national title race. I have got to say, I was all fired up for Rutgers. I was convinced that they would at least be unbeaten going to the West Virginia game, and they went not had it handed to them by Cincinnati. Um, only, I can assume, because C. Trent Rosecrans was probably covering that game.
0: <laughs> he, so. he was a jinx.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to lay the blame at his feet for this. But as a result, the national championship picture, which really wasn't that clear to begin with, because there was no way it was going to be hard for Rutgers to get in there no matter what, but it's definitely been blown up now. You've got uh, five one-loss teams with legitimate claims for the national title in Notre Dame, Southern Cal, Arkansas, Florida, and Michigan. Uh, Notre Dame and USC will play each other this week, and then Arkansas and Florida will square off in the SEC Championship, but they each have games, tough games, before that one. And then uh, Michigan is done after having the game of the Millennium against um, Ohio State, which I missed entirely. Really? Not you sent me text messages the whole time. I did. I was very thankful for that. Yeah, no problem. Um so uh, I guess some of this you break some of the scenarios down who do you think deserves a second shot there uh, Tim
0: Well I for purely personal reasons and some some football reasons I don't want Michigan to get another shot I you know I don't know it doesn't make all that much sense to me as I read I think in uh, one of the columns on ESPN today it's you know he's... You if you give them rematch, it almost makes that first game completely worthless. Well, why why they even play? It's like so they're the national champions because they won in January, and not mm-hmm. in November. If Michigan won, um, and second, I just don't want to see that game again. I've already saw it, <laughs> uh, and that was once was enough for me. Um,
1: Ohio again
0: and Ohio again and Michigan State. I, yeah, I, I I didn't even want to see it once really, but it turned out to be a fine fine game. Um, so uh, next, I, I mean, I would assume that USC, if they win,
1: would be the next in line, and yes, they looked pretty good beating Cal. They did, um, and I
0: think that I, I think it's going to be hard to say that they don't deserve it after beating Cal and then beating Notre Dame yeah. and back-to-back weeks. You know, if you, if you want, if you're talking about playing well late, I mean, oh, I know yeah. they lost a couple weeks ago, but. Yeah, had two top ten teams, mm-hmm. and they beat them. And even them.
1: in the game they lost, they scored like twenty one points in the fourth quarter and missed a two point conversion to win.
0: Right. So, uh, because um, I mean, Florida, Florida, Florida has not looked good. They uh, yeah, they've struggled. They should have lost to South Carolina if you know they could make a field goal. Um, <laughs> Notre Dame, I, it's. It's gonna be hard to, to say that Michigan, you know, they killed them at you know at Notre Dame. Yeah,
1: but they lost by twenty six points. Right.
0: And then since then they haven't really played anybody. So, but and they've,
1: and they've struggled. They struggled against UCLA and Michigan State. Yeah. So, but if
0: they beat USC, then I don't know. Now it's a little. That's a little bit tougher. And then Arkansas. I mean, it's, all, it's hard to really speculate now because, you know, say, USC wins and Arkan- beats Notre Dame and then Arkansas wins out. Now you got, two, you got two teams there with one loss. But
1: USC killed, killed Arkansas. But at the same time, you can also go Arkansas is probably playing better than Southern Cal now. Cause, and then Arkansas will have beaten Tennessee, Auburn, LSU, LSU and Florida, Florida in like four out of five weeks. That's true and you're going to keep that team out of the championship and i think we were talking about it the arkansas team that played southern cal is completely different now uh, mcfadden wasn't he played a good bit in that game but he wasn't at 100 percent and it was the first game for um the new offensive coordinator and um the question about arkansas i have which is really weird is Mustaine is everyone says the quarterback of the future now dick is the sophomore who's been starting because he knows the system better yeah because they say Mustaine has maxed out what he knows. Now, in Georgia's case, you know, they I guess because they don't have... They're not in the same situation, but they figured Stafford's the future, get it in there, and it'll eventually click, and it clicked pretty well against Auburn. But now they've benched Mustaine, so let's say Dick leads him to the championship game. How do you tell him he can't play next year yeah. because Mustaine's a quarterback of the future? I know. But that's off on a tangent right now. I uh, I don't know. I'm not... a. Th- I'm not saying I am for the rematch, but I do think Michigan is the second-best team in the country.
0: I would say that's probably true, too.
1: And it's hard to say the second-best team in the country shouldn't play for the national title. The problem is they already played the team who they would play for the national title.
0: Right.
1: You know, if they had lost in, like, quadruple overtime to a team that wasn't gunning for the BCS title game, it would have been different. This isn't, I guess, like Oklahoma a couple years ago when they lost the championship game. Um They probably should have been knocked out, but at the same time, a lot of folks looked at it and said, well, they're pretty good. They've been killing teams all year long. Um, In fact, I do believe that was the same year someone said they might be the greatest team in the history of college football, (laughs) and then they lost to Kansas State pretty bad, um, and then LSU beat them. But, uh, yeah, I I don't know where I come down. I think if Notre Dame beats Southern Cal and Arkansas beats... If Arkansas wins out and beats Florida, Arkansas should go to the championship game. If Arkansas and Florida, if one of them loses, let's say Arkansas... Gosh, now we're getting real big hypotheticals here. Let's say Arkansas loses to LSU, but then beats Florida, so they both have two losses, and then Notre Dame beats USC, I think Michigan should go because Michigan beat Notre Dame head-to-head.
0: Yeah, I I I would be more receptive to that. I would still want Notre Dame to go... Just because, you know, Michigan's already had their shot, they blew it, uh, then they shouldn't get a, another shot, and, you know, and then a win there gives you the national championship. That's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, the whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> if this year, I mean, I, I, there, we have to get some sort of and-one system, or...
1: Or, uh, well, we were talking about this a few nights ago, like yeah. some sort of mini-playoff. Many,
0: maybe. eight eight teams, or, mm. uh, like, you know, just, you have the, eight, the top eight in the BCS. I mean, still there's going to be some people left out, but at least they're eight teams have a shot instead of just two mm-hmm. so yeah and then you, I, I'm sure they could fit it in around schedules and you could be done by I mean this the BCS title game this year is on the 10th I think of yeah, January yeah it's
1: like the 8th or the 9th or so we're close I mean we're,
0: we're pushing two weeks into <laughs> January now and that ridiculous. was the big reason oh we don't want the season to go too long and I think I think you definitely work it in starting at towards the beginning of the bowl season and all the other bowls will still be running running just like normal.
1: Well, and the other thing that I have, you know, and I've been a pretty strong defender of the BCS because I think the regular season is the playoff. I mean, it makes those games so important, but at the same time, you know, really, you know, we didn't, we were fortunate last year where we kind of had a clear cut. We had, you know, Texas and USC, but in other years we've always had one or two teams which had legitimate claims to say we should be playing or at least have a shot for the title. You know, Auburn and 4 the whole LSU Southern Cal um, yeah. Oklahoma thing years before that, you know, was it Nebraska, Nebraska who snuck in in, in 01 or 2 two? Um, you've got you've got all these different variables. I think you need to have a mini playoff. Um, I would say six teams with, with the top two seeds getting buys um, just to, just to keep it more uh, finite, I guess, for it's the teams to play. But I think you need a selection committee to pick it, like how they have the NCAA. Right. No, that's right. That's right. We were talking about that. And, uh-huh. and the length of the season isn't a problem because, you know, the one double A schools play 15 games because yeah. they, they do, I guess, an 11 game regular season and then they play four, up to four postseason games. Yeah. So.
0: And, I mean, then the regular season would still definitely matter because you look at the top six or even the top eight teams in the BCS mm-hmm. and they all have zero or one loss. You just want to be able to them.
1: Get, a, get a chance to get in there. And plus, you have the the different variables of, um, you know, Notre Dame's going to kind of probably. Typically, if they're having a good record, they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. You're going to have teams like Boise State. You know, you're still going to have that that drama of you know folks trying to get in there and either run the score up or have a convincing win or something like that. So yeah, but um, yeah, I would. I don't know. I'm 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 torn. I I kind of I don't really want to see an Ohio State Michigan rematch, but I do think Michigan is the second best team in the country. Um, and I think if that game was in Ann Auburn, it could have easily gone the other way. So, but I think if it's I think USC, if they win out, they probably got the best chance to get in there. And they probably would deserve it. They've played pretty well. Yeah. Though, do you think now Urban Meyer has earned the uh, Tommy Tuberville Award for... Yeah. Beat the BCS Jinx for openly complaining about Florida's position?
0: It'd be great, yeah. Florida State beats uh, Florida this week, that would just be further confirmation of the of the Tuberville BCS Jinx.
1: It would be. Is that game in Tallahassee? Or is it in Gainesville?
0: It's, um... In Tallahassee?
1: There's a chance. Probably not. No. Unless they want to go out for a bang for Jeff Bowden.
0: That would be great. I mean, they've had a bad year. That could really help things a lot.
1: Have they... Uh, Florida State's 6-5 and five right now, I guess? Trying to get 500? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Fortunately, we have the book.
0: That's Yeah, it's going to take me a while. Have to. I know yeah. it can't be much better than that. Did we do
1: this last week? I don't know. We're, we... Uh right, beat Miami, they're two and oh against Troy, two and one, three and one, <laughs> three and two, four and two, four and three, four and four, five and four, 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 five five. Six five. Six and five right now, <laughs> It's
0: okay. They're in the bowl, they're in the bowl. Most likely the emerald bowl or something like that.
1: They're going where tech normally
0: goes. Yeah. Yeah. They're taking the tech mm-hmm. they're taking the tech spot.
1: Yeah, but I am a little upset. Not upset because I like to beat Auburn, but I, I do wish Georgia had kind of slipped down to some lower tier bowl for a random road trip. That would have been good. I really wanted to go to like to some far away bowl where it was taken at large teams or the the Mac didn't have enough schools Like so the default. Yeah, I mean when when are you gonna go visit Boise?
0: That's true. Uh it would have to be, you know, I hopefully I'd be able to go like on a weekend type situation, I would would like to go to Boise. I
1: think (laughs) think we should go anyway.
0: Let's do it. Yeah, we'll go to the MPC Computers Bowl, whoever's playing.
1: We'll we'll do a live podcast from there. Yeah, we'll jump jump right in. in. It'll be great. Yeah. Uh, So, okay, well, those are some of our thoughts on the national title race. Um, uh, Recruiting-wise, Georgia had a big get this past week. Caleb King uh, committed to Georgia, and he before injuring his leg, had been regarded as the number one running back in the country by most so recruiting services. Um, big deal for Georgia, you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it, we didn't have any running backs as far as I remember, I had looked Mm-mm. in this class. This is our first running back. We running. get
1: like a ton of fullbacks each year for some reason. Yeah,
0: and, and, and then last year, I, I, I think Moreno was the only running back we had signed last year.
1: Yeah, they got a full, I think they got two fullbacks. So, okay. like Like Munzen Miser or something. Oh, right.
0: That's right. Yeah. What a great, that's a good, I remember him because he had a great fullback name. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's by, you know, all the stories I've seen, it's been, you know, it's a pretty, pretty big deal, pretty uh, mm-hmm. big coup. I think, you know, I think Auburn thought they really had a good shot at him.
1: I wonder what made him change his mind. They, I mean, because they, they get picked up, um, I think it's Enrique Davis who has an excellent name, Um, but uh, he he apparently is ranked now by a lot of folks in the top three backs in the country. He's from Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, There's it's him. There's a kid from California who's ranked pretty high, and then King are still ranked high by most services. One of them rivals or scout. One of them dropped him a good portion, but I think it was because he wasn't performing this year. But at the same time, you look at his stats. Well, there's a lot of criticism about him not. Uh, performing as well in lower classifications. He went down to double-A at GAC, but he was still averaging 9, 10 yards a carry. He scored, like, 15 touchdowns in seven games. So
0: That's fine with me. I, I hope he doesn't play at all this year. Just make sure <laughs> he doesn't, I mean, He's hurt now, I believe, right? Or was he hurt before? Or? He
1: hurt himself in whatever the seventh game was, broke his leg. Okay. Um, oh, all right, well, and,
0: just rest up, Caleb. And just, but they uh, said
1: that he, he thought he'd be healthy by, in like, by next spring. So he probably will – you know, the the rumors going around are Lumpkin will graduate because he's a – he redshirted one year with the injury. So he'll graduate. The rumor is he'd either go pro or he would transfer somewhere. But I don't believe the transfer rumor.
0: Yeah, I heard heard Danny Ware might transfer.
1: I've heard that too. And Um, that
0: Lumpkin might go pro.
1: Which, in that case, then you'd probably see Marino and King play a little bigger role next year. Yeah, Um, and Thomas
0: Brown being a little timid maybe coming back from that injury.
1: Yeah, and I – I mean, King. If he gets back to healthy, he was running the four three. I don't think Georgia's had a back that quick in a long time. Yeah. Um, of course, you know the la- the last back they, the last back they recruited who was that highly regarded was uh, Albert Hollis.
0: Oh, and gosh, he really panned out.
1: Well, yeah, his knee imploded on a goal line drill his freshman season. Right. And uh, I think he ran like a four two four. He was a state, like a four time state track champion in California. And Jasper, he was like pretty
0: highly recruited, highly talented too.
1: Yeah, straight so, all
0: American, I believe. Oh, would well, look,
1: yeah. Him, it was him and Lewis in the same class, and Sanks then had to go to a prep school and got promptly put on about forty pounds. I think. You're right. Yeah. Um, but I remember, I the famous last words, I believe, were, "If you like Jamar Lewis, then you'll or Jamal Lewis, you'll love uh you'll love Jasper Sanks, <laughs> Jasper, buddy. It was it was it was rough." Very slow. I don't think I've ever seen a tailback that slow. Yeah. I mean, Musa didn't have good speed, but he could hit the hole and he could, you know, hurt somebody running through that yeah. line. but.
0: Yeah, he was kind of just slow and doughy.
1: <laughs> Very much so. But still, for all of his girth, he wasn't able to get in on that, that play against Auburn in the first year. Right,
0: right? I know. Mean, yeah, that, he's, he had some... There's some bad moments for him. I had not many bright spots. The fumble attack. Tech, I mean it wasn't really a fumble, but still. And yeah, then no, the, but that was pretty bad. And then the Auburn play. Just wish maybe this one time he would have gotten to have some game-winning score where he could just sort of dwell on that instead of all the bad. What are what he's doing now? Uh,
1: there was the whole arrest for cocaine thing or oh. marijuana, whatever it like was. Uh, some sort of drug. Oh yeah, I
0: remember that? Um maybe we'll invite him as a guest of the podcast yeah
1: we'll see if we get him on the phone and talk to him yeah I'm sure Jasper would love to chat with us yeah um, so uh, th- th- this is rivalry week
0: for us it's,
1: it's tech now who, who do you consider your, who is your favorite rival who do you dislike the most that Georgia plays
0: um, you know I don't know I, I've, I've been asked this a lot and I can never t- you know I, to me it just always depends on, on the, the week practically You know, it's South, mm-hmm. I really hate South Carolina I really hate Tennessee and Florida and Auburn um South Carolina I, I, I hate just from living in Augusta this several years and being around a ton of South Carolina fans and having to put up with, you know, them thinking that, you know, we thought they were our biggest rival and that and that just made me angry and, and, and internal and did make them our biggest rival in my mind <laughs> through those years and that made me even more mad that they had gotten to me like that. Um but yeah, I mean I, I still I, to me, Tennessee, Florida, Auburn sort those of three. that triumvirate.
1: Yeah, I've always held a deep disdain for Georgia Tech. I, I remember distinctly having a sticker in my uh, in my a bumper sticker that I hung on my wall when I was a child that said, avoid the rush, hate Tech early. I really don't know what that meant. Um, right, it really yeah. wasn't even that clever. But it was, you know, all of the other ones were bashing Florida, and this was the one bumper sticker uh, that I bought that uh, was able to bash Tech. I thought that was great. Yeah, that's good. Um, but yeah, I've always, I mean, I I, I think the the 97 game, the Bobo to Corey yeah. Allen, that was about as beautiful a thing as I had ever seen. Um, 97 actually produced two of my favorite memories of Georgia history. Yeah, those, those are, are The, uh, yeah, the Georgia-Florida game and then the, uh, the uh, Bobo to Allen, um, particularly because it really looked like we were going to lose. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was done. Um, and then the, the infamous non-fumble uh, in, in, uh, that Sanks had, um, or didn't have. Uh, probably one of my lowest moments, along with the Ben Leard Auburn Fiat. Oh,
0: yeah, that was worse for me. I think the thing with me in Tech is that I, I have never, and I, off the top of my head now, I'm, I'm thinking, and I can't think of anybody that I know well or know actually at all that's a Georgia Tech football fan. I so had... that's not helping my hatred for them. Yeah. Because it's hard to really hate somebody if, you, if I've never really come across anybody who actually likes Georgia Tech football.
1: In elementary school, um, I had a. I was in I was in ele, an elevated reading class. I was in third grade. But I went to a public school that did not have a ton of funds. So their solution to this was to put me in a fifth grade reading class, which really wasn't that good hmm. because I missed phonics. I never learned how to do phonics correctly. A little interesting sidebar about me.
0: That's thinking outside the box, though. Um, a
1: little bit. So I had um, a kid who was a fifth grader sat ahead of me and he was a big Tech fan. And he was I guess Tech had beaten Georgia the year before and Georgia won this game and I wore a Georgia sweatshirt and proudly walked by him two or three times with a smile on my face and he grabbed me by the shirt and threatened to beat me up. So really that solidified my hatred of Georgia Tech. Um, This one little punk kid who I can't remember his name uh, really, really was able to to do that for me. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, I had a like all my friends from high school, Winter tech. like my 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 core group.
0: Yeah, but they they didn't really ever.
1: No, they lasted about two semesters. And they don't
0: care about the football. No. No.
1: Well, I mean, Russ likes Georgia.
0: But now they don't like Georgia Tech. No, no, yeah,
1: they. they I would go visit them, and it was uh, just depressing yeah. to be on the on the Georgia Tech campus. Very yeah. cold and windy. Huh. Yeah, and not not near Marta station, which is weird to me. You gotta walk like five blocks to get to the closest Marta station. That is too. weird. Yeah. So.
0: Nothing's near a Marta station in Atlanta. That's no. what I found. The airport.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't really run on time. Yeah. I went to, uh, to the SEC championship last year with uh, Matt Duval, and, and he said, let's just park here at his brother's, um, where his brother worked at at the time in Atlanta, and we were going to ride the Marta to the, to the Dome. And I had just returned from going to Boston, where the subways are clockwork. Yeah. I mean, like every five minutes. And we get there, and we're just sitting there. I was like, man, it's been like 10 or 12 minutes. He said, oh, yeah, well, you're used to Boston. This is Marta. It, they just kind of run when they feel like it. Right. So. Um,
0: that's not going to help ridership.
1: Yeah, it, it was very sparse. They said this was probably their heavy traffic day, the, uh, the, the SEC championship. Yeah. A lot of really boisterous LSU fans.
0: Oh, that's strange. You never hear that.
1: Mm. <laughs> yeah, they're usually really quiet and content. They are.
0: They're a reserved bunch.
1: Um They were really quiet on the way back. Yeah. What is the most, speaking of that, because I almost saw one, what's the most irrational fight-slash-argument you've seen after a Georgia victory? Like, I remember distinctly in 97, after beating Florida, that some older gentleman, probably in his 60s, Wanted to fight a Georgia student because he was chanting, It's great to be a Georgia Bulldog. Hmm. And this man had to be restrained by his son from fighting him. And I was he a, a Florida fan? Florida fan. Yeah. Oh, I had the uh, zebra pants on and everything. No good. But uh, it, it was really bizarre because I kept thinking, One, I don't, he's not taunting you, sir. He's actually just happy that his team yeah. finally beat Florida. And you want to throw down to the guy, 45 years your junior. Yeah. So.
0: No, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but I, I know that there's um, a bizarre number, uh, high number of uh, fights I've seen in be- between Georgia fans, than just amongst themselves. Very true. And it seems to me that I, I don't see that as much from <laughs> <among> other schools. <laughs> it seems that we're always fighting amongst ourselves. I don't, maybe it's just we're all just one big you know family, and sometimes we just get dysfunctional, and you know, or we're just all a bunch of jackasses. I'm not really sure. I
1: remember there being a big fight before a Carolina game one year at... Um... The old oh gosh what was the, the bar that became like the Mardi Gras theme bar on Broad Street and it used to be on...
0: Uh, oh yeah, I don't I can't remember what it was now. Now it's Bourbon Street or. Bur- yeah, but it was. Uh, it, is it still Bourbon Street?
1: It was well it, a girl I worked with at the paper. Her husband owned it, and it was a great it was a great bar. Um, but they apparently had a brawl one day before the Carolina Georgia game. Um, like it spilled out in the streets. It was really bad. Good. Because I I came then I came there in after work and uh, the cops were all there. I kept thinking <laughs> this is kind of new, so yeah. I, Georgia fans full of irrational irrational behavior. Yeah. I got into a uh, argument with the LSU fan one time but after the Boss Bailey game. Oh he really? he the pass away. Were you there for that? I was there. It was in the taco stand.
0: Oh! Yeah. Oh, was that there for the argument? Yeah. No.
1: He. uh gentleman was insulting the uh, the Banner Herald newspaper when I was oh, working. Good, here. you gotta get
0: that Banner Herald pride.
1: It was very much so, and. Um, and was it Will
0: Witherspoon who spat at one really? of
1: It might have been. I think it was, and. Uh, or I, I mouthed off to him, and he didn't appreciate that. <laughs> wow, a the big one. Banner
0: Herald fight. Uh, Banner Herald. <laughs> Banner Herald fight. That's uh, you don't hear about that very much. It's
1: okay, cause I called you. Uh, you and Carrie, I called you Kim and Terry, um, to Julie. And it took okay. about ten minutes before she recognized. Did you say Kim and Terry?
0: We should go. Yeah, I like that. I like Kim and Terry.
1: Like Kim Possible, that Nickelodeon show. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's yeah. Alright, well we'll pick some games here. Why not? You know, Tim's in law school, he's gotta study.
0: Let's <laughs> let's be honest about this. Yeah. And I have to go get fired from my job.
1: <laughs> well, hopefully not. Yeah. Uh, we'll start. Yeah, we get well we'll save some of the big ones for the end. We'll do some of the rivalries first. Um Let's do I mean, the greatest rivalry of all, that Tennessee-Kentucky show. Oh,
0: gosh, that's brutal. A lot of family split up over this one.
1: Not really much.
0: Um, yeah, last week I, I was really praying that Vanderbilt pulled off that, that upset. It's, it's that, you know, God, please, please let this happen game for me. Mm-hmm. I really wanted that to happen. And I, so I'm going to say that uh, Kentucky's going to make it close, make them sweat a little bit. But Tennessee's going to win. It's
1: in Knoxville, isn't it? Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, Tennessee's... With Ainge as quarterback, they really are a whole different team. Yeah, I know. I'm, so, that's,
0: I think, you yeah, uh, know, maybe they'll keep it close for the quarter, and then they'll, they'll get slaughtered. Uh,
1: yeah, I'll, I'll pay Tennessee for that one as well. We had this discussion after having the discussion of how your wife does not enjoy um, provocative scenes in movies. Right, Yeah. No. yeah, nudity. Yes, she doesn't enjoy any nudity in the movies. No, not at all. Okay. Even if it's central to the development of the plot.
0: No, doesn't okay. matter.
1: But violence, okay with?
0: Violence is fine.
1: Terminator Two, favorite movie.
0: Yes, yeah, she at, She cried when uh, <laughs> he does. He does the thumbs up at the end.
1: <laughs> it really was very moving. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, speaking of really overmatched games, Florida, Florida State.
0: Uh, yeah. This is this is. Another game where you really hope that you know Urban Meyer gets to come up and it's for the uh, the BCS progno or BCS what is it what was it what's the word I'm looking for
1: prognostication maybe No. that could work
0: BCS bitching I guess sure that works too <laughs> we'll go with that um, but still this is Florida State's just they're just awful I after last week I said I watched them play against Way Forest and it was almost you know you just feel bad for Bobby Bowden you wish. That someone would break his leg, like Joe Paterno's, <laughs> so then he would have an excuse not to be there. That's how bad it looks for him. So I'm gonna say Florida wins this one.
1: Yeah, as much as I want to see the Seminoles win this, you know, in that last heroic send off for Jeff Bowden before he goes <laughs> and becomes an ABC commentator, I right. um, Florida is is Florida hasn't overly impressed me this season, but they're clearly better than Florida State, oh, yeah. and they'll win this game. What is Randomly, you may. I don't want you to have to go through the book if you, if you have to. uh, But what is what is Miami's record right now?
0: Miami, I think, is five and six.
1: So, because there's a very real possibility they will not make a bowl game.
0: Yeah, I think they they're gonna have to beat Boston College. And that's not gonna happen. To get into the bowl, if I if that. Or
1: Virginia Tech, maybe. Have they played Virginia Tech yet?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna have to play. They're playing Boston College on Thursday night.
1: Oh, a Thanksgiving showdown!
0: Yeah, I know. Gather the gather the kids around.
1: That's this, the Larry Coker send off.
0: This one's gonna be great. Yeah, they. Well, uh, they lost to the Florida State, so one and two. Two and two. Two and two. two. Three and two. Four and two. Five and two. Five and three, Five and four. Five and five. And they lost it.
1: Yeah, they lost to Virginia. Yeah, they're five and six. When you lose to Virginia, you know your season's in a downward spiral of shame. <laughs>
0: yes, it definitely is. So yeah, that's it's going to be sad.
1: That's that's at home for Boston College, you know. Maybe Larry Coker can rally the troops one more time with his incredibly blasé inability to coach football.
0: Yeah, and and, and we didn't also talk about that. The uh, rumors that Spurrier might go to Miami. When,
1: well, I I heard that I, he he said he, that that wasn't a. a a possibility on his yeah. teleconference, but um,
0: doesn't he have to say that?
1: You got to think that he is looking at South Carolina, thinking I can't get anyone to come here. Yeah, and he's complained about their facilities. He's, you know, he's. I think as the Georgia Sports Blog put up there, he's repeatedly called his players idiots. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, he doesn't really have a whole heck of a lot going for him. How um, great would
0: that be, though? I mean, like if Holtz comes and goes, and Spurrier comes and goes. That, what do you do as a South Carolina fan? I think that's pretty much cements the fact that you can never win at South Carolina. If Spurrier came and left, you know.
1: It followed. I mean, following Holtz. I mean, I mean, following two of the premier coaches. What I feel bad for them is this has, I mean, it has undoubtedly tarnished their stellar coaching careers. You know, Spurrier. You could excuse the NFL by just saying his system just didn't translate there, but yeah. he motivates and relates to college kids well. Yeah. I mean, he won at Duke for God's sakes, but. When you go, when you just struggle as much as they do at South Carolina, I know if Clemson
0: wins, and they're six and six this year, they had the only reason they were bowl eligible is because they got to play a, whatever East Tennessee State last week or Middle Tennessee State that got them bowl eligible. But
1: that's, uh, I mean, that's that that's, and I don't think they can beat Clemson. I just don't think they have the tools to do it.
0: I don't think so either. Speaking so, of, our, that's our next pick. I believe.
1: I believe you're right. It is South Carolina Clemson. This is a good segue. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, I'm going to go Clemson. I I just... Because the Tigers are a schizophrenic team. Yeah. When they are clicking, they're, I really think, one of the five best in the country. But when they're not, they're pretty crappy.
0: Yeah, and and after Georgia Tech, and then they go to Virginia Tech, and they look awful Mm -hmm. after looking so great against Georgia Tech, and then everyone says, oh, well, they're a different team at home. Then they lose to Maryland. (laughs) And then they barely beat NC State, all both at home. So, I don't know. I think but this game... Is just This is a pretty intense rivalry there. And uh, as the, the, as I think earlier podcasts with Callback, the, uh, the Georgia trivia book pointed out <laughs> that nothing compares to <laughs> South Carolina-Clemson in terms of rivalries.
1: That's the, very true. I, I would agree with that. I would say having known, uh, we have some friends of the family who are Clemson fans, and actually um, it's a majority of her family are Clemson fans, and she with the South Carolina is a Carolina fan, and it is, it is nasty. It is. I mean, you hide the women and children because it is a. I mean, they had a brawl. Yeah. I mean, all out brawl two years ago at the end yeah. of the game. Um, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty pretty nasty little rivalry. I'd rank it as one of the best ones. I think Sports Illustrated, when they were doing their best of, they said a couple of years ago when they picked UGA as the best mascot, they picked Clemson, Carolina as their best rivalry. Really. Like.
0: Well, I think for that reason, I think they'll all be pumped up and ready to, ready to go, and I think they're going to win, and they'll make it whatever. They've, they've won and a lot recently.
1: It's and it's in Clemson.
0: In Clemson, yes. So,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm saying Clemson there. Okay. Uh, Maryland Awake with uh, something on the line?
0: Yeah. I came prepared this time after okay. the past couple of weeks where I didn't know exactly <laughs> what was going to happen. But it was too hard because there was like you know, five million different scenarios. And now, as far as I understand it, boston college loses to miami then if maryland beats wake forest maryland goes to the acc championship game
1: okay now if wake wins no matter what wake goes correct
0: i believe so okay and if boston college wins maryland loses boston college goes no wait (laughs) Wake goes. I don't know. All I know is Maryland. All I know is Maryland has to do. Maryland has to beat Wake and has to have Boston College with Because
1: Wake lost to Boston College, correct? I don't know. Wasn't that last week? Where were the oh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're we're right there now. This tells you how prepared we are. Uh, let's 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 see. No. Boston College beat Boston Maryland. Beat,
0: yeah, killed Maryland last week.
1: Okay, Boston oh. College played Maine, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: I believe Boston College beat Wake. No, Boston College lost to Wake. Wake lost, lost to Virginia Tech. Yes, because
1: that was the game on. Uh, it, was, yeah. it was. It was. It was. ESPN was there for game day. Okay. Uh, so anyway, you, you know, I'm gonna say I'm gonna gonna live here, Tim. Next year when we do this, we need to, like, print out the scheduled result of teams we're going to discuss. Yeah. This is entertaining. I think this is probably good leadership, uh, uh, good listening for our readers. Right, but, yeah. Um,
0: 44 minutes in, I believe there's probably only one person still <laughs> listening.
1: Yeah, typically when I ask folks if you listen to the podcast, they go, "Well, I got through about
0: eighteen minutes of it. Yeah, time. I kind of tuned off after that." So
1: we're we're just talking right now. The only folks who listen are those dedicated souls who are putting it on their on their pod, uh, iPod, and listening on the way in from Atlanta or Macon or Cordill or um, some other random South Georgia
0: county. Yeah, and, and we'll we'll do a. We'll do a special treat if uh, someone tells me the term Crystal Pepsi Rules at the tailgate this weekend, if you guys come to the tailgate this weekend, uh, we... Crystal Pepsi Rules will give you a special door prize. I like that. It's good. That's good.
1: Yeah. That's good. We, 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 got, we need a pig door. I have, I, we haven't had a tailgate in so long. <laughs> I know.
0: It's been a while so it, I, i'm well the auburn tailgate it was incredibly fun me and carrie i don't know if we could call it an official tailgate <laughs> when it was just me and her sitting in brightly colored neon chairs <laughs> no tent and spitting olive pits into beer bottles
1: <laughs> that's that's a good time though it is it is were you joined by no one else
0: joined by no one else
1: well the um, that's a good family bonding time it right? was
0: yeah we really did we really bonded it
1: was a lot like your honeymoon wasn't it uh-huh yeah, yeah there you go yeah um, okay, so now we're getting to the, to, the, to the big games. Arkansas, LSU in the... I never S-S-S- picked Maryland no. Wake. Sorry. go ahead. I don't think I did either.
0: No, I don't think you did either.
1: I'm going to pick Wake right now. Go ahead.
0: Uh, I'm going to pick Wake too. Because right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I picked Maryland too much and I think I'm Jackson.
1: Okay, well good. I like that. It looks awful That's too weird. against Boston College. It's reverse psychology. is pretty impressive. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas, LSU. The Razorbacks trying to have a chance at the national title.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to fight, figure out where this is. It was in Little Rock.
1: Um, the, the Razorbacks you come to play when they're in Little Rock. You know, this is a little, little quick tangent right here. Please forgive me. If you read the Banner Herald Sunday, if you got to the living section, there was a, a column... By a lady named Rhonda Rich, who writes. A oh yeah. Dixie D. I read it, but the hog slaughtering. <laughs> yes. yeah. And it says, uh, the Thanksgivings remind me of, of uh, hog killings. Yeah. Because apparently this, uh, this lady's father and grandparents, would on Thanksgiving when the air was cool, they would go uh, slaughter a hog and proceed to you know use the fat for lard and carve it up and all other sorts of stuff. I believe there's a line where she quotes her grandma, Mama, if you want to know something to the effect of you youngins stay up on here while we slaughter them hogs h a w g s um uh, oh gosh, something like don't run away it was it was so perfect yeah it, it it's hard to describe it, it's definitely one of the better headlines i've seen a long yeah time.
0: it was a uh, it was a graphic story. I liked the part where she talked about watching i guess her father like. Made sure they got like shaved off all the hairs or whatever, like you know.
1: Apparently, you boil, you boil a uh, scalding hot water. Mm. That's what the thing. Like. Yeah,
0: it's um, it was it was pretty interesting. Not like my Thanksgivings, I'll tell you that right now.
1: <laughs> Definitely a different kind of tradition for her family. Yeah. Um, okay, so now we're back. LSU, Arkansas, the 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 Razorbacks uh, are playing pretty well right now. But I think LSU they struggled against all this, but I think they're still playing pretty well too.
0: Yeah. uh... In fact, I'm going to go ahead and say LSU wins this game. Man. Shattering Arkansas' dreams of a national championship. Which is bad for me because I'm really rooting for Arkansas because I want there to be two one loss teams in the SEC championship game. Even though I don't really care. I'd rather, I guess Florida State could beat Florida. Um, But I want two SEC teams in the BCS so Georgia can go to a better bowl.
1: Not the NPC computers bowl.
0: Not the NPC computers.
1: I'm going to say Arkansas. I think the Razorbacks are, are clicking. I think they were looking ahead to LSU, but um, if they can establish the run, they're pretty hard to beat because McFadden is, well, really, really good. Who's your SEC MVP so far? I'd say McFadden. McFadden, I'd go with that too. Uh,
0: I don't know. The LSU, you know, when, with Les Miles and uh, Jamarcus Russell there, they can't play in big games. They can't coach or can't play in big games. This isn't a big game. It doesn't really matter to them. So yeah, this, nothing's you, on the line, so I think that when there's no pressure, I think they, they really play well.
1: Are you with me thinking Les Miles is a little bit emotionally unstable? Yeah, oh yeah, he's
0: very emotionally unstable. Okay. He's just unstable all around.
1: Okay. Uh, Notre Dame-Southern Cal, one of the best rivalries in college football. Um, both have one loss, both trying to get into the title game. I think more toward USC's advantage. Um, Notre Dame's going to have a hard time convincing the voters after having lost to Michigan. But uh, who do you like in this game?
0: I, like, I'm going to say USC in this game. Notre Dame just really hasn't impressed me all that much. They they seem to be kind of coasting along, and um, even those that first four games that they had that were supposedly so tough weren't all that tough now in retrospect. Georgia Tech, I guess, but, you know, Tech, out of the ACC, you should should have nine wins. Yes. Anything less would be a huge disappointment in this year's ACC, with yes. Florida State and Miami having some of the worst years ever. Yeah. In the last, well, at least the last 30 years or so. Don't it's don't like know. it's
1: 1958 all over again. Yeah. Whether yeah. that was a good or bad year for it, who knows?
0: <laughs> 1958 was an awful year. Um, but anyway, USC's been playing pretty well. They got an awful lot to play for at USC, even though there's, I don't, I don't know if there's much uh, home field advantage in Los Angeles or Pasadena or wherever the hell they play.
1: They haven't lost there in like five years. Four, I don't know, but hours, I'm just talking yeah.
0: about the f- stupid fans that they all... They don't care about the game anyway. There's just like a bunch of like it's like Nick Lachey goes there because you know he needs to get seen on CBS. So I'm gonna go with USC.
1: On a real side note, Nick Lachey now dating what's her name Vanessa uh, oh, something. Yeah, I don't um, know her name. No. Uh, are you familiar with, with what, what, what she looks like? Yeah. Okay. Did he do better? Or worse, than Jessica Simpson. <laughs>
0: oh man, I don't know. Now it's really hard for me to separate Jessica Simpson, the idiot, from Jessica Simpson, the <laughs> person. Like you know, if you just, she just never had spoken a word. You know, I would say he probably stepped down. But um, now you just look at her and you just you get creeped out.
1: Yeah, she's definitely a little, a little crazy. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say step up for him. Step up? Even with the pre I was never a big fan.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll say step up. That's go okay. Back to I'm the actual... I'm argue with
1: you. We'll, we'll go to the actual game. I'm going to pick USC. I'm, I'm going to join you on this one. I think that the Trojans are... I think they're... Say the loss, or we're going to say playing pretty well. Um, and they're really, really young. I didn't realize how many freshmen they were playing. Um, so they're going to be really good for a long time. Uh, so I'll pick Southern Cal. Uh, Georgia, Georgia Tech... Hate week here. Um, I hate Tech. I'm picking Georgia no matter what. This is the only illogical pick I make all year long. <laughs> Georgia could be 0-10, Tech could be unbeaten, and I'm going to pick Georgia.
0: I'm just mad they're, all, they're only a one-point favorite. I know that's logical, but, uh, you know, they usually say they give you about three, three-and-a-half points when you're at home, so that means on a neutral field we'd be an underdog, and I'm really mad about that.
1: Yes. Well, isn't Tech Stadium sort of like a neutral field? Uh, yeah,
0: I know. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we probably, maybe we'll be more of a, a, a favorite if we were playing after Detect. attack.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, I, I'm, I, I, I don't think words can do justice to this, the amount of disdain I hate for tech. This <laughs> is, the wife is here right now, she can, she can attest, how much do I hate tech? A lot. Yes, very much so.
0: Wearing her Maine sweatshirt, so I guess her. What's Maine's biggest rival? Maine State.
1: Are we listed in here? See if uh, see if Maine's in there. I
0: don't know. is there some index? In they side? lost
1: last week. The, the Black Bears didn't have a good season.
0: The old Black Bears. Um, so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Georgia again. I think we're playing playing well, and it's. Gonna, I just refuse to accept that we could play so well against Auburn and sort of change momentum of the season, and then lose to Tech. That's just. That's it's just, very sad. That's not the way this story's supposed to end.
1: It's not the way the cookie crumbles, is it?
0: Literally no. I don't know. I can't find it. Oh, here we go. Uh, is, is Maine listed? Mm, no. Ooh. Mm. Phil,
1: was it Phil still Phil Steel.
0: I think, I think you have to be the 1 team.
1: Phil steel. Phil that's, steel. That's very difficult to say.
0: Phil steel? That's really easy to say. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Falcons
1: does have a speech impediment. Well, he
0: talked earlier about how he does—he never learned phonics. He did, I did not learn phonics. That was mentioned earlier. Ask today.
1: him, uh, ask him about that town outside of, for in Maryland, it starts with a B, ends with an A. I called it uh, Bethsaida the first time. I saw it. <laughs> oh, Bethsaida. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. Yes. <laughs> Julie said, "You mean Bethesda?" Oh. And then there's yes. a great little town on the way to Florida in southern. I'm Jersey. saying
0: that properly. <laughs> Ha-Hira. Oh, Carrie calls it Hey Hira.
1: <laughs> it is Hey Hira. <laughs> yeah. I enjoy it. if you if you were here you could see the input levels and it would all <laughs> red when Julie said that right there. <laughs>
0: That's so, the only way you can say hey Hyra," I'm sure really all heard it. Is just screaming.
1: Well, um that's hey, that's all we got. Um,
0: that's it. That's it.
1: You don't wanna you wanna join us? You who do you think is gonna win Georgia Georgia Tech? Mm. Maine <laughs> Georgia,
0: the score, wait for it, wait for it, 13 to 12. Ooh, that's, I don't <laughs> want that at all.
1: But but it's going to be two, two touchdowns with missed extra points both times. Really? And six safeties for Tech? <laughs> oh, no, Oh, that's what Georgia. Tech's going to do. Okay. Well, yeah, Tech's going to have six safeties, and Georgia's going to have a, have a touchdown and then a missed extra point. Okay. Because for some reason, even though Eli Kelso makes the first one, he's going to bring Andy Bailey in for the... the next <laughs> okay, season. yeah. And he's just gonna push a weight right. At
0: some point, I'm gonna get very discouraged, probably by the fourth or fifth safety. I'll be like, <laughs> "What is going on?" It's, it's
1: uh, it, it, has definitely be an interesting game. Yeah. But if Georgia still wins, would you be okay with it? Yeah, I'll
0: take
1: it. I will. You'd have to give give the hats off attack for for really playing a field position game very well. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. What and four of the safeties were just, was just Eli Kelso running out of the backfield. <laughs> <end of it. laughs> yeah, off. I know. And everyone's just baffled. And like, oh my gosh, this is crazier than Michael Richards being a racist. (laughs) This really, really (laughs) is. That was pretty crazy. (laughs) All right, well, um, well, that's it.
1: We picked games. We've devolved into possibly an even longer podcast. Um, We're going to. (laughs) This is this is this shows the lovable (laughs) professionalism we have right here. So we are we already addressed the fact that no (laughs) one's listening. So we'll uh we'll talk to you crazy kids later. <laughs>